0: Peace and blessings, everyone. I'm your host, Sean Crystal Parker, and welcome to episode 30 of Real Shift Happens. So in this episode, we're talking about the relationship between creative blocks and uterine fibroids. So stay tuned because you don't want to miss a thing. I go within, walking in the fertile soil of my own being. There my ancestors' fossilized footprints lead the path to my destiny, embedded in my soul. I can feel the pain and the toil, the sorrow. I bear the weight on my shoulders, but also the joy, the laughter, the song. I hear my community deep within my spirit, quietly guiding my footsteps along the path. I. Go within. Thank you so much for joining me. So, like I said, in this episode, we're going to talk about the relationship between creative blocks and uterine fibroids. Yes, there is a relationship. And honestly, as I was creating this episode, originally I was going to talk about um, just clearing creative blocks and, you know, kind of a surface uh, level talk about. Block, mental and creative blocks but as i started to do more research and think about my current situation with fibroids and also feeling creatively blocked at times um i just wanted to talk specifically about that correlation between the two and um it's pretty fascinating so we'll get right into that right after our 5 minute focus shift right Returning to the source is serenity. comfortably wherever you are, relax your shoulders and gently close your eyes, feel at ease with yourself and keep yourself relaxed. Now imagine that a ray of light is entering from the crown of your head where the 7th chakra, the crown chakra, is situated. Moving the light all the way down through the central energy channel parallel to the spine down to the perineum area where the first chakra is located, the root chakra. Now imagine that your mind is beaming that light slowly down into the root and it turns red and covers the first chakra. Take a deep breath and as you keep your attention fixed on the point where this chakra is located imagine that the air you inhale and exhale is also red in color. Visualizing how the root chakra is gradually releasing all the negative stagnant energies from the body and making way for fresh positive flows of energy. Now imagine this energy moving up to the second chakra, the sacral, located just below the navel area. Think of it to be an orange colored light, pure energy, mentally clean any blocked energy and release all the negativity, spinning it around in the orange light until it disappears. Now moving up to the third chakra, the solar plexus roughly three fingers above the navel focus there on the color yellow imagine that the color is growing in intensity and allow yourself to feel its strong vibrations in each part of your body imagine that you're able to breathe the color yellow and imagine yourself to be filled up with this color as you feel deep inside its clarity and growing awareness making you feel stronger and more confident now move up to the fourth body chakra the heart breathe in very pure emerald green light and feel it entering your body Imagine it's settling down and then again expanding into your heart. Make an effort to expand this light further from your heart into your entire being. Let the light envelop you and imagine that the light is spreading all around you until you feel that you become the green light. Now gently take your attention up to the fifth chakra, the throat, where you can imagine the color of the sky and the sea, a beautiful blue. Feel that color as it lies within yourself. Starting from the throat, let this color spread the positive energy of truth. cleanliness and peace all around you see this light feel its energy all around you moving up to the sixth chakra which is also called the third eye chakra honing in on its position between the brows Allow the vibrations of this chakra to work in a calm but powerful color, indigo, which is also the color of wisdom, knowledge, and spirituality. Finally, we're back at the crown chakra where you imagine the white energy spinning around the chakra point. Visualize and feel this pristine light unblocking this last chakra and making way for all the negative energies to exit your body. Keep breathing naturally and relax your body with every breath and when you feel ready and totally relaxed, gently Open your eyes. Coming back to present moment awareness. And just taking a minute here to give thanks and gratitude for simply being given the space to take five minutes to do this practice, you know. And if you can take more time, by all means, please do so. You can also replay the meditation portion of this podcast episode or you know, just sit in silence with yourself. I know a lot of people say they don't have the time to meditate, but I always suggest you know, waking up um, maybe 10 minutes earlier before everyone else gets up in the house, when it's quiet, you won't be disturbed. Uh, you can even sit up in the in your bed. And meditate just sit up you know don't lay down and it will really prepare you to face the rest of the day and you'll see that um, if you tend to maybe miss a day you can compare that to the day that you actually took that 10 minutes before you started the day and see see the difference and you will see the difference trust me Uh, you'll feel the difference yeah so The topic at hand is creative blocks and fibroids. Um, You know, fibroids is definitely a common thing nowadays. And I can totally relate to this topic because as I've mentioned before, I definitely struggled with creative blocks, literally, probably my whole, not even my whole life. Yeah. For a long, for years, a lot, a lot. And even... While creating this podcast, you know, having blockages, not um, being able to come up with ideas. Well, even being able to come up with ideas, but then like not being able to kind of get on the mic. So, um, you know, I wasn't sure um, what I was going to do with this episode even. And then, you know, I decided... That this was going to be my topic. Well, I didn't really decide it on my own. Actually, a friend called me, and he's becoming like my accountability coach. And he, um, you know, asked me about what my topic is going to be. I I didn't have a clue, and that, you know, kind of I've been going in and out through this creative block. And he proceeded to somehow open me up, break me down. (laughs) um pretty much have me tell him my worst fears and insecurities, had me bawling crying and suggested that, you know, I kinda use this topic, uh, this creative block topic as my next episode. So um knowing, you know, that I've been a little blocked creatively, emotionally, and um Mentally, even at times, i I know how it feels. And, yeah, so here I am talking about these blockages. and i'm I'm kind of specifically talking about my blockage and how I feel that um, it it goes a little deeper than what, like, say, if you were just to look up, ways to help creative blocks and different types of creative blocks. Um, You know, yeah, they do sometimes touch on that it can go deeper emotionally, um, you know, even to trauma in your life, things like that. And I specifically wanted to talk about um, the fibroid aspect of it though here. So... Um, you know, everyone I know has experienced, most people at least, have experienced some level of creative blockage, you know, or some type of mental block or, you know, maybe in a test, whatever. Um, and there's definitely levels to them, right? So I wanted to find out, you know, why I've been feeling this major creative Blockage, and also, I had to think about whether it's more of a surface creative block like, hmm, I can't come up with ideas, uh, maybe the setting is throwing me off, whatever, or if it's a deeper emotional issue causing the creative block. And you know, of course, for me, I'm thinking it must be the latter because I know that every manifested issue. We experience in the 3D begins in the subtle body, right? So I also know that I'm a very emotional person, and that's something that I'm continually working through. Um, just you know, past emotional baggage and and controlling my emotions and all of these, not controlling them in a in a toxic way, but just like having a hold of my emotions and and of course, you know, meditation helps tremendously with this with this process in so many ways so i feel like i've made major breakthroughs in my own healing um but the work is never done you know and really even if you want to call it work you don't is it work or is it just really living and allowing yourself to evolve as a as a human being not being stuck in, you know, your comfort zone or complacency. And I guess we like to call it work because we have to work on the allowing part, the part where we allow ourselves to um, evolve and become what we're supposed to be. And allowing oneself to evolve and constantly change and grow and adapt without becoming complacent and getting stuck in this comfort zone is really not that, um, not that easy sometimes, you know, because of the programming or whatever. So anyway, back to the blockages. There, There's definitely levels to the blockages, right? Like the severity, the length of time. Um, and, you know, there could be different, different types of blockages. But even the slightest blockage can really affect someone's livelihood, especially if they're in a creative profession, or, um, you know, doing something creative. So it can really lead to more severe mental and emotional problems like depression and suicide you know a whole host of things so and we just definitely don't want it to get there and you know also in the past we've talked about energy blockages in the chakras and how that can cause so many physical and emotional problems and issues so when we think about creative blocks in terms of the chakras we can then have the understanding that that blockage is in normally, is usually in the second chakra, the sacral chakra, because this is where um, the creativity at the wound, this is where our creative energy is sourced, is through the second sacral chakra. And it's located a couple of inches below the navel area and is directly linked with the hips. The lower back, the genitalia, and the womb. So there, there you have it. It's kind of, you see already. There's a there's a um, connection between your second chakra, where your womb is, and uh, your creative center, which is which is your creative center. So if, if there's any blockages in this second chakra or stagnation, um, you know you're gonna there's going to be different manifestations of it and essentially our passion our pleasure um and our creativity are centered in this area and it's responsible for for our desires our sensuality our sexuality our intimacy fertility money um joy And it really defines how we connect with others and what motivates us and how we choose our relationships. So it definitely has a huge effect on our lives. And when this sacral chakra is blocked or underactive, you feel uncertain about life and you may lack control and you may even become detached from your emotions so some of the other signs of an underactive sacral chakra are lack of creativity or imagination feeling fatigued uh, feeling insecure a lack of desire detachment as i mentioned and not being authentic to yourself so that's just a short list of some of the issues you may see. And when the sacral chakra is overactive, the energy center is working in overdrive, which you know can make you feel overwhelmed about life and invite lots of drama into your life through your own doing. And also you may become overly dependent on others. So some other signs of an overactive sacral chakra are emotional overreactions, aggressiveness, attraction to drama, anxiety, codependency, and addictive personalities. And, you know, some of these um, overactive and underactive signs and symptoms can fluctuate because you're that activity or the energy may be fluctuating within that chakra. It may be blocked. It may be going up and down. So you may be getting a myriad of symptoms and um, issues from this blockage. And some of the physical symptoms include low back pain, hip pain, um, urinary and kidney problems, constipation, pelvic pain and even fibroids in women and thus there we are with 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 the issue at hand for this episode of what we're talking about fibroids um so i believe that i mentioned before that i was diagnosed with fibroids in the past but that that i had never had problems with with them i didn't even feel it i didn't even know i had it until the doctor told me But recently I started feeling a creative blockage and also I started to feel pain in my lower back and also my, my pelvis area. And, you know, I just, I know it's from the fibroid. I can literally feel it, um, not physically, but I just can feel that it's there and it like kind of energetically, I guess, I don't know, but I know that that's where that pain is kind of um, radiating from. So for me, this is very therapeutic and just kind of getting to the bottom of the issue for myself. And I know that so many other women are suffering from this. And if you don't know what fibroids are, they're a muscular tumor that grows on the wall of the uterus. And statistically speaking, anywhere... They say from 20 to 80% of women will develop fibroids before the age of 50. And it's more common in African-American women. Um, Obesity is a factor as well as dietary things like eating a lot of red meat and pork. So um, there's definitely risk factors out there. And I think I've I've also read that um, Asian women are a little more susceptible two fibroids as well so some women don't have any symptoms at all like I mentioned earlier at one point I didn't even know I didn't feel it I didn't know I had any fibroid and when I did go to the doctor with they told me I had one small fibroid so I, I wasn't you know I was lucky that um you know where some women have multiple fibroids over their uterus so um some people have severe pain they have excessive menstrual bleeding they can have pain with sex um, frequent urination enlarged lower abdomens fullness in the pelvis area complications during pregnancy and even in rare cases infertility so although it is like a benign tumor Um, it definitely can cause some problems and complications, discomfort, pain. So what I did was, which is what's something I always do, and I really recommend anyone do this, is that when when I have an issue or if someone else has an issue, the smallest issue even, a headache, um, you know, a toothache, anything, I always look up the metaphysical reason for that ailment. Because I have an understanding that, you know, everything starts, like I mentioned before, in this subtle body, in our etheric or mental body or kind of like our aura. It, those things start in the energy fields around us because there's some type of blockage in the energy. So once, once you know, that happens or occurs, then it manifests into the physical into, you know, some type, of, some type of physical problem or disease, dis-ease, right? So when I did a search for the metaphysical reasons for fibroids, I found a lot of info on the deeper meaning behind them. And energetically, it's like I said, a blockage or a stagnation of energy in the sacral chakra. But I really wanted to get down to my root cause as well. So, um, you know, like I said, I did this search. I found some amazing articles. And one article that you find, or it's not even an article, it's a quote, actually, from Christiane Northrup, M.D. And she's, she's quoting, actually, Carolyn Miss, who is a Ph.D. And she says, Fibroid tumors represent our creativity that has never been birthed. Fibroids may also result when we are flowing life energy into dead-end jobs or relationships we have outgrown. Fibroids are often associated with conflicts about creativity, reproduction, and relationships. So that's pretty profound and you'll find you if you look up metaphysical um problem metaphysical reasons for fibroids you'll see that quote a lot in a lot of articles in a lot of a lot of blogs and that right there is really says it all it says it all that's the epitome of why these growths occur in us but i i wanted to also get a little deeper into it so I went back to some teachings from Dr. Jewel Pukram and that she's somebody I used to listen to years ago. I mean, 10 plus years ago, probably. And she's a former gynecologist and holistic healer. I say former gynecologist because she is a trained medical doctor who left the practice to become a holistic healer. And um, from the lecture called The Truth About Uterine Fibroids in Melanin-Dominant Women, she says, women who think alike have similar diseases. And the connection between the state of consciousness and women who have fibroids is always the same. And that's, that's profound, right? So she mentions that. If the state of consciousness is not changed, the fibroids will continue to grow back and no diet, herbs, medication, or even surgery will help. Those are only really temporary solutions because if you're, if the state of consciousness is still the same, you know, none of those things really are going to make a permanent um Change in in the cells right so she really breaks down you this is something you have to go check out to definitely look up the truth about uterine fibroids in melanin dominant women um by dr jewel Pukram. it's on youtube it's pretty long it's i want to say almost two hours but it's well worth it the information is priceless she breaks down how um our values become chemical realities in the body. So the values a person chooses to live by will become a permanent chemical coding in the body. And you know, if if those values are not in line with the essence of your being, hmm, then now we kind of have an issue. That's where some issues start and how those cells respond to the chemicals created by, you know, negative feelings, thoughts, and emotions, and how we become dependent on those emotion emotional chemical responses is um, evident in the, our physical problems, you know, our issues. So she says that our cells act in a hive-type way called morphic resonance. Like birds who are in a flock flying together, or fish who swim together, our cells actually act in that same hive type way to where, you know, they're all responding together in uh, of the resonance of your own frequency, right? So, although the manifestation is in certain cells, like, say, the uterus. You know, this fibroid in the uterus, all the cells are affected. It's not just that specific area, even though it's manifested there. So she also mentions that humans, as humans, we have a conscious rapport, or we actually should have a conscious rapport with each organ and cell in our bodies pretty much everything in our bodies we should have a conscious rapport with every cell and organ to the point that we can energetically feel our organs within our body whether they're in pain or not not you know not just pain feeling it just feel it and know that that organ is there where it's located in the body and that it's there because those cells and with that morphic resonance, we have full command over our organs and cells as human beings. And that's, that's a powerful thought, right? Super powerful. So basically, you know, she's saying that we have the power to instantly heal ourselves through what we know as neurotransmitters. And, um, you know, so from the brain, the neurotransmitters are transmitting the uh, thoughts, emotions, and feelings to the cells, right? And Dr. Jewell calls this, um, as, as opposed to calling them neurotransmitters, she calls them evolutionary transformational agents. Because whatever those thoughts and emotions and feelings that we're transmitting to the body through the brain, they can actually be transformational. They don't have to be detrimental to your health. They can be transformational. And that's where we have instant healing and uh, rapid remission. And we have the power to create transformative thoughts and emotions and transform from uh, cellular level, to you know, just transforming the outcome of our daily lives. Like we have that power to create that life, right? And it starts with the thoughts, emotions, and feelings. So, for example, she she talked about how I think someone in the audience even brings it up how how we live in this masculine driven rational society, right? and this this whole left brain society where we we're not allowed to express our feelings and emotions and especially for women in the business setting we often feel like we have to ignore our femininity and especially especially in the workplace right don't cry um don't be emotional if you if you do get emotional at work now you're the crazy bitch you know stuff like that so um dr jewel makes this great point to say that regardless of the foreign environment we have to choose to adapt or not to that environment right so if we if if that environment is foreign to the essence of our being of our being then we can try to adapt to that that environment, but that's going to be to the detriment of our own health. So the only other alternative is to create your own environment that speaks to and soothes the essence of who you are, and it's you're not you're not placing yourself in this foreign environment anymore. And in in other terms, it's. You know, you're not going back to that job that's, uh, that you hate, that is not for you. You're going to create your own way of living and being in this world because you don't have to conform to those standards that are foreign to the essence of who you are, who you are as a person, who you are as a being, and what you came here to do on this earth. Right. So, um, yeah, if that, if that, if that, um, for me, for me realizing that right there and really embodying that truth, that right there is, is a change in my state of consciousness and that's healing. And I, I literally feel the healing from truly taking that belief and realizing that that's that's true that's the truth and that you know if you don't realize that truth for yourself then you know that's that's not your truth but for me that resonates so and if you get what i'm saying you get what i'm saying you know uh, i could be way more blunt about it um but you get me so the deeper part of this blockage, this these creative blockages in our bodies, is you know recognizing and uh, being aware of the emotions and the beliefs and the feelings and the states of consciousness behind um, any type of ailment, really anything, even a simple cold especially now with the COVID and stuff, but, um, you know, it all starts in this emotional mental place in this, in this field of pure energy that, that surrounds us that can become, you know, off. And then that, that goes into this, the chakras, the chakras and those energy fields. So what can we do to change our state of consciousness to help heal ourselves and shrink the fibroids Um, you know of course every case is going to be different and some cases are obviously more severe but the point that Dr. Jewel stresses the most throughout that video and many of her other videos is to know yourself and to live authentically in your truth and that means you know um, do you hate your job? Are you going to a job you hate every single day? Um, how can you truly live authentically if you're living a lie by going to a job that you hate and faking that every day, which is a huge, huge part of um, a lot of people's lives. A lot of women are pretty much faking it it at home at work with their husbands with their you know with their significant others with their kids um and just not living an authentic life not being true to themselves to you know and that that happens a lot with women right i mean it happens with everyone but we're speaking specifically here with women because we're talking about fibroids so you know Um, you know be honest with yourself about your belief systems about your feelings about your emotions about traumas face all of these things it's painful yes it's very painful to to go back into the past and to try to resolve some of the things that may be um, causing these blocks within us Uh, And and there are some things that you may not even recall that is a past trauma that is still living in your body unresolved. So that energy is just stagnant in your body. So, you know, you want to be gentle with yourself throughout it all, too. And there's a few questions that maybe you can ask yourself and get things started so that you can, um, you know, help yourself adopt a value system that's in harmony with the true essence and the true nature of who you really are. Right. So I just jotted down a couple of questions that you can start with to ask yourself. Um, number one, have you adopted the Western mindset of rationality above all else? Number two, do you believe your value and worth are tied to how much money you have or to your status or job title? Three, have you honored yourself fully in your relationships with others? Number four, do you forgive yourself from the past or things that you've done in the past? Number five, do you curse your period or your menstrual cycle? Number six, do you fully accept your femininity? Number seven, are you numbing yourself with drugs and alcohol? Number eight, have you had sexual trauma, um, like rapes? Have you had abortions? Have you had any STDs? Um, things of that nature. Once you've asked yourself these types of questions, and you've actually worked through um, you know, past traumas and you've done some emotional and mental clearing, you can then start to ask your heart questions directly about your life, your passions, your desires, what you want out of life. Because a lot of times what happens is that we, we're not in touch with that part of ourselves. We, we've lost, um, you know, kind of like what we want in life altogether is, lost because we've forgotten about it because we are too busy taking care of the family and the husband and uh, or the significant other and um, the job and all of these things and we've forgotten our our own passions and our own desires and we've pushed that stuff to the side so the womb and the heart communicate and so they want to manifest the greatest good in our own self-expression in our own dreams and when the heart and the womb come together that's the essence of creativity so you know once you've once you've come to a good place where you can really open your heart to ask these questions to your heart directly um, you can do that. Here's a couple of questions, or a few questions. Uh, you know, take an inventory of your life and be honest about what gives you positive energy in your life and what drains your energy in your life. You know, if you want, make a list of the goods, the, uh, the pros and the cons that way. What's draining you and what's giving you energy in your life? Um, What did you love to do as a kid? Number two. Number three. What new ideas and creations do you want to birth? Number four. What dreams have you deferred? Number five. Are you willing to sacrifice, or you can put it in, in the first person, am I willing to sacrifice my old ways to create positive changes in my life? And that's a few questions um, you know just to get you started with getting to know yourself again um, of course dietary changes uh, supplements for your your ethnotype or or your body type are definitely necessary to help maintain um, the right health uh, and and dr. Jewell definitely mentions all of those things but i think her number one thing is what she says are our, our states of consciousness beyond any of the physical things that we can do which do help don't get me wrong but what the ultimate um goal in all of this is to um to lift our states of consciousness and to live at the higher frequencies and that that's also another episode that we talked about the love frequency where there's actual resonance of our bodies and the frequencies that we omit um you know we could be living at different different levels of frequencies so we could be living in a fear state we can be living in a you know um anxious state in a you know all of these different states that are in our lower in the lower levels of our our frequencies in our resonant frequencies and these these are areas that we need but we don't want to dwell in the lower states we want to be dwelling in the love states in the higher states of frequencies because this is what activates um, the the healing really in our bodies when we can we when we can reach and stay in those higher states of consciousness we can activate healing within our our bodies in our physical bodies so it goes super deep it's super deep but definitely do a search if you want for Dr Jewel Pukram she's amazing. She has a few books out there where she's breaking down a lot of these scientific terms in uh, layman in layman terms because it's very um, she she can go into some very technical scientific jargon about the cells, but um, and how how our brains respond or how the cells respond to our brains and our thoughts and our emotions and feelings and uh it's it's very 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 eye-opening and you know if you're on this journey of healing definitely check her out and on that note I think I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up here so until next time what do we do we have to do the inner work and create a shift in our own consciousness which will create a shift in the collective consciousness that's the goal for sure. Don't forget you can support our podcast at anchor.fm slash real shift happens where you can also leave a message for us because we'd love to hear from you. If you have any um, suggestions on future episodes let me know if you just want to make a comment about fibroids or your experiences with fibroids how you healed yourself um let us know we'll share it we'll share it with the community and um yeah drop us a line and don't forget we still do have a book club yeah it's kind of not Uh, as scheduled but we're going to get that back going and I'll definitely give you a a new title really soon and we'll get that once a month book club episode back on point so go ahead to realshifthappens.live website and sign up for the book club so that you can get the first um first word on what the new title will be Cause there's always some good ones like life-changing books that we like to introduce for sure all right and um, what else oh oh if you don't already have an audible account you have to get one because we don't always have the time to sit down and read but we need the information we need the information to help us so the best thing you can do for yourself is is to sign up for audible and we have um, a free audible trial for 30 days where you will get in a free download a free audible download so they have so many titles of all the latest books and all the greatest books so you can listen to them while you cook while you work out uh, while you drive and it's just perfect. It's the perfect way to keep um, your mind stimulated when you don't have time to sit down and read a book, right? So go to audibletrial.com slash Happens and get yourself signed up for Audible. And what else? Well, that's it. Until next week, real shifters go within and make real shift happen. Peace.